Hey everybody, we are back with another episode of Can't Stop Snapping. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to bring up a couple of things, a couple of announcements. First off, uh, in an upcoming episode, probably in the next week or two, we will be needing some fan interaction, some listener feedback in the form of voting. I'm not going to say much more than that, but if you aren't already following us, make sure to go follow us on Twitter at can't underscore stop underscore snap. Uh, We will be posting for some feedback on a future episode uh, in the official Discord, on the official subreddit, and on our Twitter. So make sure you're kind of in those groups, in those areas, following us, etc., so that you can be part of that episode and that interaction we're going to have with listeners in a future episode coming soon. Uh, second, uh, just a reminder, I stated this in the last episode, but uh, we are anticipating probably a patch to the app coming out next week sometime. Uh, based on the timelines that the developers have given, we are expecting to see some buffs and nerfs in that uh, new version of the of the game build. So that'll be very interesting to see, and we'll definitely be covering that and talking about that here on the podcast. Uh, I believe that's all the announcements we have for right now. Today, we will be breaking down the four, five, and six cost cards. We did break down this episode into two parts. If you haven't already listened to part one, make sure to go check it out. Uh, dropped earlier this week. I will just give another spoiler warning. We are reviewing the cards that have been found in the game code, but are not currently available. So these are unreleased cards. Uh, so spoiler warning, if you don't want to know about these, make sure to skip over this episode, but still follow the podcast to catch the next episode. Without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Well, up next, we're going to be jumping into the four-cost cards. Uh, we have Absorbing Man, who is a four-cost, three-power card. Uh, the ability reads, on reveal, if the last card you played here has an on-reveal ability, this card copies it. So, essentially, you'd want to play this after you've played an on-reveal card uh, at this location. Sorry. Oh, it's not at this location. So, it's just an- anywhere on the board. If the last card you played has an on-reveal ability... This card copies it. So but essentially, you can get a doubling of an on-revealability uh, on, on turn four. Yeah. I, I, I laughed. The fact it's called Absorbing Man. It's like Marvel was running out of names uh, or, or, <laughs> or creativity. I feel bad for the person who created this character. Like, his art is cool. Um, I think this, I, this Im- immediately makes me want to put him in a wave deck where you want to make your opponent's cards cost four, like, multiple turns in a row. Mm-hmm. Um but like, there's loads of good on reveal abilities that you'd probably want duplicated. I'm blanking right now on the ones that I would want, but yeah, I think he fits in nicely in in, in a in an on reveal deck potentially. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be. I think he'll play well with some of the other cards. Well, up next we have Black Panther, who is a four cost, two power card uh, with an on reveal ability that says double this card's power. Um. You know, we've seen some other ones where like they can like double the power. Uh, you know, we mm. uh, talked about. Um, of course, now I'm going to forget her name from the Guardians of the Galaxy, Nebula, right? Mm. Where she can double her power multiple times, essentially. Mm. Uh, I don't know a four cost four four power stat line. Again, there could be things you could do to double this maybe a second time, or you play mm. Odin on this to double it to eight. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, you think about this. So, like, he's basically a four four. So yeah. his on reveal is double. So, but if you play him with his sister Nakia, who mm. what she she buffs everyone in your deck or everyone in your hand? 
And yeah. then Okoye is the other way around. So yeah. obviously his his chief bodyguard have the sort of they all have the sort of hand buff uh, ability. And then obviously if you can give him plus two or plus three, remind me again what Nakia does. She's a three one, correct? And then she buffs everyone in your hand plus two. Uh, the the two one, and I forget which name is which. The two one buffs the cards in your deck. The three one buffs the cards in your hand. Mm. Oh, I, I'm complete. I'm, I'm I'm making a mistake. Nakia is not his sister. Uh, we're going to talk about his sister in a second, uh, in about four cards. But she also has um, a buff ability. Okay, so all the all the characters from the Black Panther universe. I'm learning now. Seem to yes. have some sort of hand buff ability, but yeah, potentially if you play a lot of Black Panther related characters, it's it sounds like Black Panther could get bonkers. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, up next, we have Dazzler. Uh, Dazzler is a four cost, four power card. Her ability reads: Ongoing. If you have four cards at each location, plus eight power. So, maxing that out, she becomes a four twelve, which is a great mm. stat line. Mm. Um, but you have to have the board max out. So this makes me think of a zoo deck or, you know, a minion deck mm-hmm. where, where you are really filling out the whole uh, board consistently. Mm. Yeah. She's like the top end of the curve on a, on a, a spammy quite deck. Definitely, you know, with squirrels and sentinels and basically, like you said, filling out the board as much as you can, but any location that requires you like, you know, again, where you can only play one card or you know the board gets locked out she's basically used she's just a four four you know if you have if your opponent plays professor x or storm or something like that and you can't you know fill out every location it's it's a tough ask i think yeah or if they play uh, electra at the end right and and kill one mm. of your one cost cards so absolutely absolutely risky um up next we have mirage mirage is a four um cost five power card her ability reads, as you play this, disguise it as Mr. Fantastic. After the final turn, reveal it. Um, I, I I just don't even know what to say. I feel like yeah. I feel like it's just not good. Uh, no. <laughs> I'd like I'd rather play Mr. Fantastic yeah. if I had to choose between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, it's like well, why would I want to not have the two power buffing the other locations at the end yeah. and then and then have that negative side? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm assuming the Mr. Fantastic has his ability where he, he's three costs for basically six power spread across three locations. So you're you might need that two power in those other two locations, and then suddenly you lose it to gain three power in the middle location, for example, where you're probably playing mirage yeah you know i just i just i hope i'm wrong but i i don't i think this is a really bad card <laughs> yeah uh we'll have to see uh I, I don't feel like it's good but uh up next we have a big stat line a four cost 10 power card this is sentry the ability reads on reveal add the void uh to your opponent's side of this location and the void uh, let me bring that up really quick. Is a four cost seven power card. So, um, I mean, you're getting ten power, but you're giving your opponent seven power. But obviously, if their side of the board is already full, I would assume that they don't get that benefit. 
Yes, I think that's the only time this card is good. Um, I love this card. I love the Sentry, by the way. I love his sort of his lore and his backstory, um, or at least what I, as much as I remember of it. So the fact that he's got ten power is just you know because he's such a super powerful hero. But he's got I I I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's got agoraphobia and doesn't like to go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know is this real kind of counter to his his uh his like incredible power. But yes, I think the only time you're going to want to play this because essentially he's a four to gain you three power. You know what I mean? If you if you're if you have to play that um the void card on their opponent, you're only just up by three power after that, after that four and four yeah. power and four energy investment. Yeah, I, I imagine if you like know that you're gonna like plug up their location and you're mm. gonna still have more power than it's maybe good, but mm. ideally you're playing this when they've already maxed out that side of their board, I think. I think so too. Well, up next is She-Hulk. Uh, I'm assuming this card will be released with some kind of event when the She-Hulk TV show uh, comes on to Disney+. Plus. But it is yep. a four-cost, five-power card that reads, Ongoing, if your opponent has a higher-cost card here, plus three power. So, you know, we, we like to do the math in addition here. So that's a four-eight, right? Mm, mm. Uh, if your opponent has a higher-cost card. So not a higher-power card, a higher-cost card. So, mm. um, you know, you could... I would assume you'd want to play her, you know, turn five, turn six, where you already know where they've played a five or six cost card. Mm. Um, and I think that's a, I think that's a middling to maybe low high uh, stat line of four, eight. So, yeah, I, I don't think this is good. I think it's a bit too like finicky to kind of play. Yes. It's got a great stat line. Like you won't be, because you know, you probably, if you're playing her on turn five or turn six, you're probably not playing a five cost or six cost card. Correct. And you're having to guess where they're going to play their five cost and six cost card if they've got one at all. Otherwise, she just becomes a four or five and you don't feel good when you play her at that stat line, I think, for that cost. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I, I think she's she's kind of in the middle there. So. Mm. Up next, we have a card you were you kind of alluded to that we could see here on the screen. Uh, Shuri mm-hmm. Shuri uh, is a four cost, two power card, and her ability reads on reveal double the power of the next card you play. So yeah, I mean, there's I like the when they have these synergies, kind of in the the cards mm-hmm. of the same universe. Or, well, they're all in the same universe, I should say, in mm-hmm. the same story. Uh, like mm-hmm. how the Guardians of the Galaxy cards are all similar. But yeah. uh, Shuri, like if you were able to play. Uh, uh Akoya and Nakia and then Shuri and then play Black Panther. I mean mm. you're potentially getting Black Panther as a four cost 16 or something, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't like that deck will probably need a lot more um help, but uh I actually just curious to know about the Black Panther ability. Like if you play a card that like buffs like uh what is is it X or Forge or X4? I can never remember that card's name, the two one that buffs yeah, the power. It buffs it by two power, yeah. Yeah, I wonder was that trigger with Black Panther then, or, or do they happen after? Anyway, that's that's a side note. But yes, I love the fact. And apologies earlier on, I, I think I called Nakia his, his sister. It's it's not his sister. Shuri is his sister. Um, maybe I don't know why I'm apologizing. What, who am I apologizing to here? <laughs> you know, the frustrated listeners at home. No, yeah, no, the frustrated no, listeners. Okay, not no, the fictitious no, no, no. characters. Nobody's worried about it. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, I love I love a, a hand buff deck. You know, when you play them, I like Paladin and Hearthstone. Um, is is has got that hand buff ability. So yeah, the the Black Panther universe, the Wakanda people of Wakanda are buffing each each other. I love it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be good, but I love it. Yeah. No, I I like it's something I'm excited to watch people you know pull off occasionally. So yeah, absolutely. You can see the YouTube thumbnails now, like four. 50 black panther you know <laughs> yeah yep exactly uh up next we have silk silk is a four cost five power card her ability is when either player draws a card set its cost to six um so i think this is like it doesn't say ongoing but essentially it's one of those kind of ongoing type cards where it's like any time after this is played mm-hmm. um so it's better than walk... ongoing because it can't be countered. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Uh, it makes me nervous that somebody plays against me, right? Because mm. obviously, you it's only the cards that you draw, so it's not the cards already in your hand. Sure, but it could lock you out of a turn five that potentially you want to make. Yep, absolutely. Um, again, if it's in that control style deck where maybe you're running big, heavy cost cards and you want to counter the opponents who are running small token style boards um like yeah I, I you know how much i don't see this going into a control deck you know you might run it in a control deck before you get other better control cards you know it depends on when you unlock these cards sometimes you know you might run this as a temporary card for a while but i, I think there are better control style cards than this yeah yeah i i agree with that um I, I do like kind of the, the control theme with the Spider-Man cards, though. So I think that's interesting. Mm. That's very true, actually. Well spotted. Um, up next, we have Silver Surfer, a very popular character. Uh, four cost, zero power card. His ability reads, on reveal, double the power of all six cost cards wherever they are. So on mm. the board, in your hand, in your deck. Also, mm. your opponent's hand, and they're uh, on their board and in their deck, right? Mm. Mm. Um but uh, yeah i don't know um it's a four cost so this isn't something you can play with wave where like you could try to well yeah you can't really get like two six cost cards down is what i'm saying right Mm. um i think you kind of miss out on this unless you're able to play silver surfer somehow earlier so Mm. yeah small plug for one of my videos i do manage to get two six i think i get down hulk and odin in the same turn uh because it was like the the, the carrot what is it the location that discounts six cost by one and then we managed to yeah. discount the hand by two as well I, it was a bonkers turn i don't know uh, again, yeah small plug for my youtube channel go find that clip <laughs> no that's that great but when you, but so when you hard, said it's, it's not possible uh yeah it's it's not probable but it is possible <laughs> yes i agree um yeah. if there's some kind of card though that that's like wave or similar you know where you could i don't know it, I just think that would be the cool strategy, right? With this, mm, be able to get yeah. two doubled powered six cost cards down somehow. Yeah. Um, also, it it might synchronize well with the infinite. Uh, uh, yeah. You play this on turn four. You do nothing turn five, and then you drop a forty strength infinite on turn six. Yeah. Um, it, you're taking a big hit though. Playing four cost for zero power is a is a big stall on your sort of board progression but I, I i would like to believe you're you're you might be ahead somewhere with your previous cards yeah I, but I, just to add to that right so you're getting zero on turn four and then you're skipping turn five yeah and that's you, you know nine of your energy 
you yeah. know, potentially gone to zero power to get 40 in one location. So yeah, I think I think that's a little a tall order uh, to ask yep. for, but uh, you yep. know, we'll see. Um, up next, we have Thor. I, I'm assuming this is going to be one that's going to be available next month. You know, the the new Thor mm. movie is coming out next month. Yep, yep. And I'm assuming that's going to be the season pass. Mm -hmm. uh, Thor is a four cost, six power card that reads on reveal, shuffle uh, Mjolnir. I think is how to say it. I always <laughs> mess it up. Uh, into your deck, and Mjolnir. <laughs> Uh, is a zero cost, zero power card that reads on reveal, give Thor plus six power. Yeah, I think so it's pronounced meow meow. I think it's pronounced meow meow. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Majolnir. <laughs> so uh, obviously, you shuffle uh, Thor's hammer into the deck and then you have to draw it on turn five mm. or turn six and play it to make mm. Thor a four cost. Uh, 12 power card which is a great stat line mm. but uh i feel like it's going to be 50 50 whether you draw it or not yeah well what what so i, I don't know the actual math you mentioned it before like you will draw nine of your 12 cards correct yeah so you'll you draw nine so if you this? play this on turn four yeah you have already drawn seven of your 12 mm. cards so you have mm. five in your deck yeah and now you'd have six in your deck yeah and you only have two more draws, so it'd be a 33% chance to draw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm glad you're on this call figuring that math out because that would have taken, again, would have taken me a spreadsheet. Uh, yeah, as, as a card, I love the theme. I love the fact, yeah, drawing his hammer. You also then have to have board space to play his hammer. You know, mm -hmm. it does take up a, 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 a board slot, and it's for a zero zero. So, yeah, unless we come up with some reliable way of drawing his hammer... And then also not having a, a full board is, is, a, is a tough ask. I, I kind of wish he was a better card for, for the character. He's a really cool character. And I think, you know, a lot of people like the character Thor, but I just don't think this card is great. Yeah, I agree. Uh, kind of a little bit of a bummer, but, uh, mm. but we'll see. So, or just thinking out loud here, you know, the, what was the card we, we, we talked about already that repeats the on reveal ability? Uh, that uh, is absorbing, absorbing man. Yeah. So imagine you could shuffle two hammers or three hammers into your deck. Yeah. Um, increase your chance of drawing them. And also I'm assuming every time you play a hammer, he gets six power. It's not limited to just one ham, one mall, one meal near, uh, per Thor, is it? <laughs> no, I, I would assume. Yeah. If you could, yeah, yeah. If you can play multiple, you can buff him yeah. significantly. Yeah. So. I'm just taking down ideas for, for cool new YouTube videos, by the way. Yeah, no. Uh, hey, <laughs> do it. I, I how many, how many Mjolnirs can I give Thor? <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I love the art. And uh, yeah, mm. I'm sure we'll see the card soon. Uh, up yeah. next, we have War Machine. War Machine is a four cost, five power card. His ability reads, ongoing, your one cost cards have plus one power. So, I mean, this is going to play into your Kazar deck, right? Mm. Uh, you essentially can get this and Kazar on the board and give uh, plus two power to all of your one cost cards. Am I wrong in saying that this is the exact same abilities as Kazar? Um, you know, now that you mentioned it, I thought I saw somebody talking about in the official Discord yesterday about this, and they said, "Is that like a placeholder ability, or are they literally the same?" Right? Yeah, um, like if I, I just wonder, I just because it's the same stat line, he's the yep. same ability. everything. Yep, ability. Um. This, yeah, that, that to me, like you said, sounds like, um, yeah, that's, that's a weird one for me. Um, 
Yeah. To me that, yeah, it is the exact same stat line, exact same ability as Kazar. So, and, and, and he sees play, you know, he sees play and is, is a decent card in your token deck. So if it is the same ability, it's, it's as good as Kazar. That's better. That's, yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's the best I could give. Not much more to say than that. Yeah. Uh, uh, up next, we have Ghost Spider. Ghost Spider is a uh, five cost card, so we're in the five costs now. Uh, with seven power, her ability is cost zero if your opponent discarded a card from their hand this game. Uh, I think this is very powerful. I mean, it's very powerful when there is a, mm. uh, a discard meta going on, right? Mm, uh, mm. If people are playing a lot of discard decks, mm. uh, you have a zero seven. I mean, that, yeah. that's very powerful. Yep, and it would combo with Moon Knight as well, who you can play in your deck, who discards a, a card from your opponent's deck. So if you have other cards that, on top of Moon Knight, who it is Moon Knight, if I if I remember, I believe correctly. so. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So you can basically force your opponent to discard a card and make Ghost Spider cost zero. Uh, so yeah, I th- I think this could slot in nicely. And like you said, if if we see more discard, which we do see a good amount of, um, this is a great card. Uh, I, I even don't hate the five for seven. Like it's it's not great, but it probably doesn't feel great. But it's still a decent amount of power. Yeah, I mean, it's worst case scenario. You don't get the the zero cost, but you could still mm. play her, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, yep. you probably don't feel great doing it, but I mean, it's it's better than you know two or three small cards that maybe fill up your board and still don't t- total to seven power. Yeah. Well, up next, we have the Mighty Thor, or Lady Thor. Uh, I'm assuming we'll see her soon as well. Um, Mm. She is a five-cost, five-power card. Her ability reads, ongoing, double this card's power if you have a card that has 10 or more power. So, Mm. essentially, uh, again, a requirement here, if you have a card that has 10 power, she becomes a 510, right? Yeah. And, you know, if you can have two 10-cost cards on a board or at a same location, I mean, that's that's great. But... um, yeah, I think obviously if you're playing her with kind of Dino, right, and he pretty consistently mm. has over 10 power uh, yeah. by the end of the game, you know, mm. uh, I think that could work. But I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think there's there's a few too many moving parts here. But again, m- maybe Dinos keeps on seeing play whenever this card gets revealed. And like you said, it's it's a reliable enough card that you can get 10 power on. I'm curious to know, does she trigger herself? So if you buff her to 10 power, like using your potentially your 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 wakandans uh does she double her own power you know does she if you get her to 10 it says double this card's power so yeah if she was a 510 when you played her would she become a 520 um i would assume so yeah yeah if you have a card that has 10 or more power yeah i mean i'm not saying that's a, a probable thing that will happen but you know let's get creative yeah yeah and then obviously with any locations or uh Things mm. like onslaught, right? Uh, mm. You know, you can kind of guarantee that double, uh, that doubling, doubling, right? So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, up next we have Legion. Legion is a five cost, four power card. Ability reads: On reveal, change other locations into this location. Uh, very interesting. I like cards not not because they're good or reli- you know reliable, but mm. I like cards that interact with the locations, right? Yep, uh, and can kind of shift the 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 whole strategy of the game right yeah um definitely so i think an interesting card but and obviously it's not like um scarlet witch where it's a random location you know Mm. something like that it's like you could say hey i need this location in more spots and it's going to benefit me and you could have control over that yeah 
absolutely i think of rhino that i recently unlocked and i think like you just said i like cards that mess with locations i don't know if they're necessarily good i just think like you said there you, you might find an unfavorable location ruins your deck and then having an ability to basically change that location or you know your opponent might be relying on a specific power of a location to to, to really dominate in in terms of a power on that location and then you just go nope uh, that location no longer gives you that benefit anymore yeah yeah so it'll be interesting to see i i like to see that board play so uh i'm interested to see how that turns out for people so up next we have nick fury nick is a five cost seven power card his ability reads on reveal add three random six cost cards to your hand so we kind of have all these uh agents of shield type cards it seems like right that uh uh, have this kind of generate random cards in your hand and uh so obviously you're dropping nick on turn five you're getting seven mm. stat but then you're getting three uh six cost cards to choose from mm. uh i think that's powerful but rng right so mm. but but having a selection of three cards i mean mm. your opponent really isn't going to know what's going to happen on turn six yeah absolutely again i think more i've said it already before adding cards for the likes of the collector or uh, Devil Dino, you know, these cards are actually like assets to other cards. While the cards you might get aren't great, they actually help other cards you might already have on the board. Um, and, you know, six cost cards tend to be big game changing, powerful cards. So, you know, one of those three cards could win you the game, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So uh, I'm definitely going to try it out and see, see mm. what happens. So. Mm. Uh, up next, we have Surter. This is a very uh, feels meme uh, mm. card. Uh, it's a five cost, zero power card. The ability reads if you move the human torch to this location, plus 10 power. Um, yeah, uh, uh, the perfect situation is obviously you can move him there twice somehow. Mm, mm. Uh, but because Surter was played on turn five, I don't know how realistic that is. Yeah, but it, you know, so a five, a five ten that requires you to move one specific card you must have in your deck and in play to another location mm. uh, is not good, right? Remind me again how the human the, the human torch works. Uh, human torch is a a card that every time you move him, I believe, uh, his power doubles. He starts yes. at one one. Yeah, but he he doesn't have the ability. You can't just pick him up and move him. You have to have a card. You'd have to yeah. have another card. Yeah, uh, to move like, him, like cloak or something like that, that allows you to just pick up other cards, or the location that allows you to move cards to that location on turn yeah. six. Yeah, yeah, absolute meme card. <laughs> I think uh, fun, uh, but I don't think this card will see any play. Yeah, uh, agreed, agreed. Not much more to say there. Um, mm. Up next, we have Valkyrie, uh, and this is my third guess for you know cards available during kind of the Thor pass in July. I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, Valkyrie is a five cost, three power card. Her ability reads on reveal, set all cards at this location to three power. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think this could work with Cerebro, right? Where it's like, uh, if, if all of your cards like on the board are the same power, then Cerebro's uh, plus two power to the highest cost card or highest power cards like could spread mm -hmm. onto your whole board. Mm-hmm. Um, or there are certain locations that buff the highest power card uh, at a location, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
but but then your opponent's getting that bonus as well. So I don't I yeah. don't know how consistent this is. Yeah, it's 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 a really difficult one because what about the cards that are like Devil Dino, for example, which it's it it it's automatically a three cost card or three power card and then gets plus two for every card in hand. Does like Devil Dino get more powerful with this card? Or is it locked at three power? It says set all cards at this location to three power. That feels so, like a lock. That, that's how that's how I interpret the the word. Yeah, I mean, you definitely could interpret it that way. But then, does the card just forget about its ability that it's ongoing um, when you've locked it at three? Look, I I don't know how how yeah. It's really hard to tell how this card will play out. To be honest with you, um, like you could be losing a, a location by a lot, and then Valk you drop Valkyrie. And suddenly you've leveled the playing field on turn five. Um, so, you know, an opponent might have said, okay, I've won that location and I'm be focusing elsewhere. And then you suddenly just level the playing field at that location. And then in turn six, you know, all bets are off and suddenly all locations are back open to be won again. Yeah. There's, there's so much, right? It's like, we have to understand how this interacts, all these things you're saying, right? Uh, mm, like, mm. is this good? Is it middling? Is it, mm. I, it's just going to be the synergies for this card, right? So yeah, absolutely. We'll have to see. Uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this next card. I think it could have some uses. Uh, Zabu is a five cost, seven power card. Uh, the ability reads, if this is in your hand, when you discard a card, put that card back and discard this instead um what are your initial thoughts well a lot of cards that you want to discard you know cards that you want them to be discarded um this you know this kind of prevents those cards like i'm thinking like swarm or wolverine or you know those cards that like to be discarded or you don't mind zabu doesn't gain but i suppose zabu just protects the cards that you don't want to get discarded um and five five seven again. It's, it's it's an okay stat line. It's the same as we just discussed Nick Fury and Ghost Spider. So not not terrible to play on turn five if you got nothing else. Yeah, it's 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 its ability to protect cards you don't want discarded. But generally, when you're playing this card, you generally there's a lot of cards you want to discard. Am I making yeah. sense? Uh, I guess I, my thought on this. We've talked about this on previous episodes. The uh, Hella. If mm. I'm remembering her right, I remember. I don't remember her exact stat line, but essentially, she can bring back to the board all of your discarded cards, mm. which is a great ability. But the problem is, is that sometimes you can accidentally discard Hella with other cards. Okay. Um. So this could be kind of a protection against you discarding Hella, so you can save her to the end of the game. Mm. But I don't know how consistent that'll be, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but I think that is a synergy. Yeah, and Zabu, sorry, I'm just rereading the card. So he actually, he or she, I'm not sure, Zabu gets discarded. So it only protects one card. Sorry, I, I kind of interpret it as Correct. discard, you know, as discard protection. But no, it only just, it only prevents discarding one card. So yeah, you potentially only wanted to prevent that discard of Hela then. Yeah. But but then the next turn you might discard again and, and Zabu is gone and you discard Hela anyway, so... Yeah, interesting one. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Okay, we are into the six cross cards. There's only five of these, so we will be quick here. Uh, first up is Lady Deathstrike. She is a six cost, four power card, and her ability reads, on reveal, destroy the enemy card with the highest power at this location. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, great, right? If you have a card, mm. a player that has like Infinite and they're playing at turn six and you and they have, a, you know, mm. priority or something like that, mm. uh, it could knock out a high card. But to me, Shang-Chi just sounds better because Shang-Chi, I mean, it's different, right? But Shang-Chi can mm. destroy all nine plus power cards at a location. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh... It, very important here is that yes your opponent needs to have initiative for this to work properly because they could be dropping a big six cost card and if your lady death strike triggers first well then it she misses essentially so yeah i don't think this is going to be a great card um like you said though yeah it'd be nice to be able to counter a big infinite or something but yeah shang chi is a cheaper card that does this better i feel yep yep agreed well, up next is a, a very flavorful card making uh, deals with the devil here. Uh, it's a six cost, zero card. It's Mephisto. Uh, Mephisto's ability is if you win this game, double your winnings. Mm. Um, uh, he has zero power, right? So you're committing uh, to do this. I don't think this will see play in any kind of competitive scene, right? Because mm. at that point, it won't ma matter, but I could see people trying to use this in some kind of a deck to ladder faster, mm. uh, right? Because, okay, if you if both people snap, it's up to eight, and you get 16. I mean, that's that's awesome. You could climb super fast if that was consistent. I don't mm. think it will be. Mm. Yeah. You you kind of need to cheat this out early, if at all. You yeah. know, if, if you are, like, if, <laughs> like you said, I think this is a meme card and will not see competitive play, but you bet your bottom dollar people will try to make this work. And I think you don't want to be playing this on turn six. You want to be able to cheat this out as early as possible to then to then go and compete for the rest of the game, not be relying on you know your turn five plays to have you won the game, and then your opponent you know having their big powerful turn six, and you have to just sit there and watch it. So yeah, I think I think most people would agree that this will just be meme. You will see again. You'll see content out there with people like winning games with Mephisto, but. It won't be reliable, I don't think. Yeah, it'll be that one out of twenty. They got the the recording. Yeah, yep. yeah, they got sixteen cubes, but they also lost twenty four yeah, <laughs> over the previous two hours. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, up next we have Orca. Uh, Orca is similar to um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, it's currently featured. Namor. 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 Thank you. Namor. Yeah. Uh, so Orca is a six cost, nine power card. Ability reads ongoing plus five power if this is your only card here. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's Namor, but one more power and four more, uh, or sorry, one more cost, but four more starting power. Mm. Um, so you're looking at a 614, but that's yeah. only if he's the only card there, which is which is not bad, right? Uh, yeah, if you're able to buff him other ways as well yeah um but i don't know uh this you know name where you can normally play earlier so uh, yeah two, two turns earlier i think he's a good flavorful card i don't think you'll see a lot of play i mean we might see more people i'm assuming orca is from again they're all from the same universe how do we describe this from the same town as namor i don't know <laughs> the same street <laughs> yeah. uh you know the same uh what, what is the word i'm looking for here the same, uh, uh, same same storyline or comic yeah, run or yeah yeah exactly so they seem to have this sort of solitary ability maybe we'll see more cards like that but then you know if you have loads of cards that only work if they're the only card there 
then realistically you're only playing three cards in the whole game so that might be a strong yeah <laughs> deck archetype yeah i i agree i that's that's where I, my brain's going you don't have to play namor but i'm like yeah you know if you wanted to then yeah you're you're kind of limiting yourself so yeah. yeah up next we have shadow king shadow king is a six cost four power card the ability reads on reveal destroy all other cards that have two or less power uh i'll give you my initial impressions um i think that's potentially powerful right if your opponent mm. theoretically has multiple cards that have two power or less but if they're playing some kind of zoo minion buff deck right mm. by the time you're on turn six they probably have buffed them already and they're no longer at two or less power absolutely unless you have other cards that reduce card power correct you know, we've seen, again, I'm, I, is that I play a lot of Hearthstone, you know, there are cards in Priest, for example, that reduce cards below two power, and then you play another card that destroys all cards that have two power like this. Um, so I think this could potentially be a good card if there are other cards like Scorpion and things like that that reduce cards power. Um, but like you said, most cards that are running sort of token style decks that start at one or two power, by the end of the game, they've got three, four, five power each. So um, yeah, this 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 will require a lot of support for it to work properly. Yep, agreed. Well, up next, uh, in my mind, is a beautiful card. I love the art. Uh, I love the flavor here uh, is the Living Tribunal. Uh, six cost, four power card. I am definitely going to upgrade this one because I think it looks mm. awesome. Uh, the ability reads, at the end of the game, split your total power evenly among all locations. Um, you know, I don't, I'm trying to like fathom, okay, like what kind of a deck or like, uh, you're just mm. going for straight power at as many locations as you can, right? Mm. Uh, but then there's a lot of risk of that dividing evenly, right? Like, can mm. you consistently win two locations with that? Mm. That being said, I think it, I think it looks cool and I, and I still want it. Yeah. You're probably trying to pump up one location to bonk, like using Iron Man or something like that to like double power and triple power and stuff like that. And then you, and then you drop the living tribunal on another location and you're, I don't know, your, your 60, 70, 80 power is now divided by three across. And you're hoping that whatever 20 to 30 power will win you two out of the three locations is, is the scenario that I envision here. Mm -hmm. Um, because if you try and buff up two locations, you probably can't get them high enough to then have them divided across three locations. Uh, look, I, I get great flavor. I'm interested to see what the really creative people get to do with this card. I think it could be very, very interesting and will break my brain. That's another thing this game keeps doing is my math skills have had to like really ramp up. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Uh, I've, I've seen so many people bringing, bringing out the spreadsheets and the charts. Um, mm, mm. Well, awesome. That is the end of the list. Um, you know, there was part of me that didn't want to do this episode because, you know, I was like, ah, oh, I kind of want some of these to stay a secrets, but I knew that I already saw a lot of people talking about them and I knew that I, I unfortunately wouldn't be able to keep it not spoiled. So mm. uh, I'm glad we've been able to have this conversation, Roger. Before we kind of close out here, uh, is there one particular card that you just really stands out to you of all the ones we've talked about that you really like, you really want to play with? You put me on the spot here. Now, there was one. Oh, Daredevil. I think I said it early. Daredevil is just bonkers. I think it's going to be such a good card. Um, you, you can quote me on this. Uh, and just to you know, double down on what you said, I actually don't like when this sort of thing happens 
because I feel like a lot of people who like put a lot of work into this have had their work sort of spoiled for them. I know I'm now ironically part of the problem, but when you invited me to be part of this podcast, I was like, oh, I, I can't turn it down. Even if we're discussing a topic that I'm not a massive fan of doing, I was like, I can't turn, can't turn down chatting with you. Um, but yeah, to answer your original question, I think Daredevil. I'm lo- I'm really looking forward to playing with Daredevil. Yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah, my hope, just to, to kind of reiterate on this point, I my hope is that, and I, I've seen this with games, I'm sure you have too, whenever a new game launches, uh, things are built in a way that it seems like things are, people are able to data mine and, mm. and leak things. And then as time goes on, the developers work out a different way of how they deploy new cards mm. and update cards and such mm. in a way that people can't know. So my hope is that in the future, uh, they're able to do that. So yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Roger, I really appreciate you being on here on the show. Uh, really appreciate it. This was a long conversation. Appreciate you sticking here with us. Uh, just want to give you a minute before we close out here. Just tell the listeners where they can find you, how they can consume the content that you're creating and how they can best support you. Yeah, thank you uh, for having me. I really do appreciate you sending out the invite. Um, yeah, Rogtronic or Rogtronic, as most people pronounce it. My name is Roger, but you know when you when you spell out R O G T R O N I C, you'll you'll pronounce it Rogtronic. Uh, you'll find me, you know, Twitter, Discord, uh, um, Twitch, YouTube. I, I've been making YouTube for years. Um, kind of jumped around different, you know, whatever games take my fancy. And right now, Snap is definitely taking my fancy um and yeah you can come hang out and watch me on stream on twitch uh playing this game as well i'm super excited to see where this goes i'm hoping to be a part of uh this game for quite some time i hope it keeps going i I really do believe with the people behind it and the sort of model they have and the fact that it's mobile um hopefully uh, you guys can follow me making content on this for for quite some time well awesome thank you again roger we hope to be able to have you back at some point in the future and listen yeah uh as always, just want to say thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for continuing to support. Make sure to, again, reach out on Twitter at can't underscore stop underscore snap to give any feedback about the podcast. Please let me know if there's any creators out there that you'd like to have on the show and make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss our next episode. Thanks for listening. Can't Stop Snapping is a podcast written, produced, recorded, and hosted by Michael Thurman. Thanks for listening.